30 minutes or less, we talk about movies and stuff. Hello and welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes or Less. Now I'm joined Woo. by one Tanvir and now Tanvir has been hijacked. Hey, <laughs> what's up? It's me, Manya. No I'm one so, asked for this, but no. here I am. I'm so salty about this. <laughs> he hasn't even watched the trilogy. Why is she here? <laughs> Leave, please. We'll be talking Go about away. Batman, like you just said, in terms of the trilogy, the Christopher Nolan trilogy. Woo. But yeah, it was literally supposed to be just you, Tanvir, and then yeah. Manya, you just happened to be in the room. I just happened, happened to be in the room, and like the best things in life, it was a coincidental, fortuitous event. She was supposed to go get toilet paper. Yeah, well, I didn't want to um, let the shit that will come out of your mouth go <laughs> untoileted with paper, so I decided to block this one first, mm-hmm. and do then you, go find. Do you actually need toilet paper though, or is that I just do. because everyone else is getting toilet paper for the whole corona? I generally thing? need it. I, I'm so cheap. I don't like going to buy toilet paper in general. Right. Um. So I haven't bought more than one case since I moved in, and then it's finally. On its last roll. Right. <laughs> um, and because I don't like carrying toilet paper, I just have something against buying toilet paper. So you're, you're justified by yes, actually buying toilet paper. This is a need, not a. If I had more than this toilet paper roll, I wouldn't go outside of this house. Sadly, <laughs> it's I, a very sad and rainy day. Yeah. We're recording in Canberra, in not Tanvir's place, mm. in your place. That's Manya, true. Which I live here. That's true. Mm. You are on the lease, which makes sense why you're actually speaking to us on yes. the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, like we like to start whenever we have guests, we want to know, me, myself, and everyone else listening, like to get to know you two in terms of what you're like, what you guys are doing at the moment, whether you're in uni, studying, working, whatever, and some of your favorite movies. So, introduce yourselves. Manya, Tanvi, what are you guys doing right now? Just chilling? Just vibing? Like, are you in uni? Studying? So, I am on my last semester at university. Um, excited to be out. Um, it's a pretty chill last semester. I mm. don't have that many courses, so it's nice. Nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Manya? I am existing in yeah. a plane of university. And I don't know when I will graduate, but hopefully within the time cutoff future. Yes, of <laughs> university, which is 10 years, by the way. So I do think I will graduate with a degree. I mean, fingers eventually. crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, it's, not like, it's not like that's the end It's 10 years the maximum. Yes. And then they Oops. kick you out. So <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be kind of close. Oh, shut up. Um, um, I'm chilling. I'm vibing. I'm living in this house. Yeah. By the way, did you know that? <laughs> um, let's see. Um, I don't know. I just kind of exist and, you know, chill yeah. and do random mania things, I guess. No, I, I, I genuinely appreciate that. And I didn't expect you to be here. When I saw you, I was just like, oh, that's not that's not bad. I get to hang out with Manya today. And Aww. I get to... And Tanvi's just in the background yeah. now. He's just a little yeah. salty. You got to be Batman, daddy. <laughs> you will be dominating that conversation, though. Because Manya, I don't know if you know too much about the Christopher Nolan I've watched Batman the last series. movie. Only because it was the top of the IMDb ratings for a while. And Dark Knight like, Rises? Yeah. And I was like, I guess I have to watch it. Yeah. Everyone's... On it. But then I was like, is it just like a man thing? Like, is it just because they can relate because they want to be superheroes? Whatever. Yeah. Maybe. Look, I like Selena Kyle in the last movie. She's cool. She's really cool. She's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And that's a lot. And that, I'm going to just stop you there because that's a lot of content that we're going to have to talk about in part two. And we're going to have to make the listeners work for that. So mm. I want to get to know you two. And people have to sit through that, first of all. Now, Manya. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, first question. Apart from the fact that it is raining outside and that has nothing to do with the fact that your front door is leaking. And I'm yes. guessing that's a whole situation. That's, that's a whole situation. That's My bathroom is flooded every morning, guys. Just so you know. 
So my life is great. <laughs> well, what about all the good stuff in your life? What do you like listening to, or what do you like watching rather? What like... do I like watching? Well, recently I started watching Rami. Well, Rami... A show on Stan. Okay, what's Rami on about? Hulu, I guess. Um, it's about I don't know a Muslim American, and he's like trying to I don't know figure out his relationship with his religion, also mm. his identity, whatever. It sounds really wanky, and I also was like, it's just going to be like a wanky like pop like whatever but it's actually really funny um mm. the writing is very smart and it's like full of heart whatever who, who is it starring um, um i don't even know his name it's not rami malik right no no it's just it's just coincidentally named rami it's yeah. named rami i don't know the um main character let me look it up yeah while you're looking that up i i did make you write down a couple more yes just so just yes. so because i i had a whole thing for time <laughs> i don't know too much about you Amanya. i'm the dark horse of this podcast <laughs> <laughs> you've written a couple of really really good ones already here handmaiden i'm guessing is that not that's not the handmaiden's tale is it yeah uh, no no it's um the korean movie oh yeah by the same director as old boy old boy oh that's yeah. a that's a twisty movie yeah no this movie is also full of twists which i like because i was like is I it kind I of going... Up twister because yeah, all boys pretty. It's like up. There's a lot of shit, but it's also like more entertaining than you think. Okay. Because that's what I guess I like about Korean movie trailers from what I've seen so far. Is like they always kind of look like thrillers or horrors, mm-hmm. but then they wind up being much more happy or yeah. like entertaining than you would expect. Mm. Have you seen a lot of um, Korean movies, um, Tenby? I watched Parasite. I've seen Train to Busan. That's okay. it. It's a couple of the big ones there. Yeah. yeah. And there was one random one, which I was... I don't even remember what it was called on Netflix. It was a very, very, very intense movie. Okay. Um, and I stopped watching it after five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, but yeah, I really like Parasite. Train to Busan's really good too. Yeah. Um, but like like Manya was saying, like uh, they have a the knack for like seeming like a horror movie or having those kind of horror themes and, mm. and then like kind of spinning it in a funny way almost mm. that's that's it's not unique either i mean you see a lot of good films do that that's what a good mm. film does at the end of the day um but you've also mentioned prior to us recording manya that you like anime see yes that's, that's that pushed is... a lot of buttons in my in my head well, I, love... I went through a dirty phase <laughs> in my youth where i watched a lot of anime just when you... taking over my podcast <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Oh no, I mean, you. you... Please edit this out. (laughs) I'm really, really sorry. I'm gonna swear now, so you have to edit it out. (laughs) (laughs) Really quickly, though, I am genuinely curious, Money. Can you um, condense all your favorite animes or what you've been watching in 30 seconds so we can talk about Tenvi? And I feel really bad because you haven't been talking about Tenvi. I'll try. Um, I was mostly, I'm not gonna lie, into manga because my internet connection in Queensland was very slow when I was growing up. Mm. So most of my favorites are just manga that I've read. But Oyasumi no Bamba, which I made Tenvi read, by the way. It's really good. It's really good. I can recommend. It's like a depressing kind of manga about... So in the manga, all of the main characters are represented as birds. Mm. Um, and all of the normal characters are represented as, as humans. Yeah, it's like um, it's like one just one family, right? Yeah, the whole family is birds. Yeah, randomly, and like no one talks about how they're birds. Like, yeah, it's, right. It's, it's nothing. Just, it's, it's, it's just accepted. There. Yeah, yeah. It's right. just, yeah. yeah, they're just birds. Um, the title means "Go to Sleep, Bun Bun," which is like the main character. Um, and I don't know. It's just like him growing up and like him being depressed. Um, to be honest, the manga will probably make you depressed. It's yeah, like okay. quite intense. Mm, um, it is. and there's a lot of <laughs> shit in it. 
Um, and also the <laughs> fact that he's a bird weirdly makes him more depressing. Just because when he's going through like extreme emotions, they just like the way they portray him yeah, yeah, yeah. gets very. Mm, um, right. But it's very interesting to read. So what's it called again? Oh, yeah, Sumino Bun Bun. Okay, and would you definitely recommend it to anyone who is interested in yeah, finding out a new? Yeah, it's definitely like an anime slash manga that's like maybe different from, mm. I don't know, the average one you see on Netflix or something. Okay. Yeah. Let's go on to Tanvi. I um, really do want to get to know you a little bit because we mm. have a little bit of a history when it comes to podcasts. We've actually tried to do a podcast before. Tried is the key. <laughs> we just had a little bit of audio Don't, don't, don't say it. we. Uh, actually, <laughs> actually, you can. My, my housemate walked in and interrupted us with... Uh, very loud dishwashing. I, well, I was laughing so hard at how much he did not care. <laughs> yeah, that actually, we were recording. Yeah, he just he was just listening it. to us. He's like, these guys are talking about slots. Okay, I'm just gonna like really loudly bang my dishes here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like fire up. But mm. let's get to know you properly, Tanvi. What mm. are you into, and what are kind of the TV shows and movies you grew up with? Um, so grew up with a bunch of things. One, one is The Wire. It's mm. a really good TV show. That was kind of my, I guess, like, teenage phase where I was like, I'm going to be watching elite, really good TV shows from <laughs> now on. I'm going to be cool and shit. Um, but, yeah, I started watching it. And then, like, kind of beyond that kind of just elitism, I, like, really, <laughs> really got into the series and really appreciated it. Mm. There's just something about, like, the way kind of Baltimore is, like, portrayed. as It's like kind of a living person mm. almost. Um, um, before you go on, what mm. is the why for those who don't know? So it's a TV show that's kind of uh, like takes the themes of typical cops versus robbers TV shows. Uh, it's set in Baltimore, looks into like the drug trade, looks into police, the law and everything. Um, kind of the relationship a, between the two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes a bunch of perspectives. So like the first season is generally about the hood. Um, the second season is about the docks. Um, the third's about um, the schools. The f uh, fourth is about the schools. And mm. the fifth is, uh, third is about politics. The fifth is about... Um, journalism and media mm. um, and yeah like I, I remember I think last year I was watching this um, random documentary on uh, Netflix about drugs in Baltimore and I don't know like as I saw the images even though it wasn't from the wire but as I saw the images of Baltimore generally in a documentary the real city it, that it's based on yeah the real city uh, it, it's shot in Baltimore as well okay yeah um, I just I don't know I felt like I'd been there kind of like it's like it's this very like the feeling of Baltimore was it was portrayed so well in that <laughs> in that TV show that you kind of just, yeah, it feels like it's a person you met, I guess, almost. That's crazy. Yeah, that's really And it's, nice. it's an older TV show in 2002. Yeah, and, and I really yeah. back how, like, lo-fi it is. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, even when, uh, in I guess in 2005 was when the fifth season came out. And David Simon, the creator, he still wanted to film it in the 4x3 letterbox resolution. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, not yeah. the widescreen TV resolution. That, you, that we're keep, all used to now. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. To keep that lo-fi feel. Because I, I don't know. And now everyone's obsessed with like 4K, HD, everything. But like you still see what's going on. And yeah. that kind of lo-fi feel. Especially if you watch like the first season of The Wire. It kind of shows the technology that the police are using. And it's it's like phone wiretaps. They're like I remember pages. you saying it was very outdated to what even the, um, well, the robbers, I guess you could like, Yeah, the exactly. Drug, drug the, dealers would have used. The gangsters were like advanced. Like they were, they were doing really well. They were doing pages and pay phones and they were really keeping the cops off the tail because mm. the cops were so like, um, they were so slowed so much down by the bureaucracy and stuff of 
um, just the general police department and then the law and everything. If they wanted a wiretap, they'd have to have that many pages of like a probable cause and everything and an affidavit and all mm. this other stuff. Whereas the gangsters are like, they can just do what they want. <laughs> they're breaking uh, the law. That's yeah, the exactly. Law, yeah. Um, so they, they have so much free reign. And because of that, and not only that, they're, they're like more tech savvy somehow because like the cops <laughs> are like, they don't even, the, you, you, in the TV show, literally you see them typing on computers and they're like one finger on yeah, each yeah, yeah. key. And it's sort of just funny seeing that like kind of difference because you expect the cops should be one step ahead of the robbers, right? I but remember you you saying something about pages as well, like like one like the cops use pages or something, mm. and, and the the robbers were using something else. Or something yeah, like yeah. So the the robbers were using pages so that they okay. could um, uh, use pay phones. So they paged each other instead of using mobile phones because they can be tracked. So they page someone and say, "Hey, call me," yeah. and then someone goes to the pay phone, then calls them from the pay phone. And then even while they're talking on the phone, they're very, like, low-key. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. don't use names or anything. It's very, like, impressive. Sophisticated. Like, yeah, it's sophisticated, just... 100%. And it's, like, really interesting that you see this kind of status quo built around that, where you... Um, and this kind of... This is alluded to a lot in um, mm. Dark Knight and Batman Be- Begins. But basically, that, that idea that, you know, the, the people on both sides of the law kind of work in this kind of... Um, What's the term when like birds and be uh, birds and flowers work together? Like, oh, uh, uh, we we know what it is. Yeah, yeah we, we know. know, we know symbiotic, symbiotic, symbiotic relationship. <laughs> Just cut out us trying to figure out. <laughs> what but like, there's a kind of symbiotic relationship where the the cops just want the numbers, right? They just want to convince their bosses that they're actually doing something. Mm-hmm. So numbers just means arrests, right? And the robbers, they want to. They don't mind giving a few like low level um uh, drug dealers to the cops every now and then mm. so that they can keep like the people up at the top can keep doing what they're doing keep the operation going yeah exactly so this kind of uh status quo is what's explored in batman begins a lot as well where mm. you know you have the the mob and the mafia um and they kind of work with the cops all the cops are bent um it's like t- taken to an extreme level because like the I don't know, the, the universe generally is much more big and extreme than mm. the, the Wire, obviously, which is kind of like, I don't know, like more realistic, I guess. Mm. Um, but that idea of like the the cops and the robbers kind of working together, they have this kind of code that they all obey and they kind of just go with that. Mm. And everyone's comfortable in that code. But as soon as someone starts to break it, like hell starts breaking loose, you know, and mm. then you have the Joker. Okay, main segment. What are we talking about today, Tanvir? Chris yeah, Nolan's Tanvir. Dark Knight trilogy. <laughs> so excited. I feel like I had so to excited. give you that too. Manya, do you know much about Batman or do you care much about Batman? Rather? Um, I think on both accounts, it's like a... You know? <laughs> I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm going to go all Batman on you. So we will be talking about Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight series. So that's Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises, for those who don't know. And those are the ones with Christian Bale as Batman, right? But um, Batman doesn't uh, classify just in those three movies. He isn't uh, restricted to those three movies. He's obviously an entity and a figure that's been around for a long, long time with the first appearance being in what year? What year do you, t- do you guys think has was Batman's first appearance? 1940. 1940. This is comic books, by the way. This yeah. is before film. Yeah. Ni- you're, you're sticking with 1940, Manu? I, I just, I don't know. When was Sam, it? Sam, you have to get 70s? it. I don't know. No, it was 1939. Manu, point, <gasps> point number one. Oh! Money has got one point. Uh, second, second and last question. I only had two questions prepared for this. I should have had a lot more. Uh, how many Batman films have there been in... And this, uh, just to be specific, how many times has Batman been on film? And this can, can include, like, a five-second scene with Batman. And this is Suicide any... Squad. Pro- 
any portrayal of Batman in film? Um, I would say at least... In total. I'd say at least 40. 40? Yeah. 15. 15? Okay, um, Tanvir wins with that one. It's 17. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, with the latest being um, Robert Pattinson coming out in 2021, which is ages mm. away. Mm. But no, yeah, I was having a look at it, and Batman's been around for a while. Um, he's been in... What has he been in? He's been in the Lego movie. Mm. That counts as a True. thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's been in Suicide Squad for like those five seconds, and he's been in... Uh, most recently, all that Batman versus Superman stuff and the yeah. Justice League stuff. Why did you want to talk about this, Tenvi? Because this is your little baby that you wanted to <laughs> True. You wanted to introduce. What What made you want to um, talk about uh, Batman and Christopher yeah. Nolan? So, I, I don't know. I really... I mean, first of all, it's like one of my favourite movies ever. Um, it's like something that every couple of years I kind of come back to and I see in a whole different way or a dip, kind of at a new level. So when I watched the movies, when Dark Knight Rises came out and Dark Knight came out, it was just kind of like, yeah, Batman's really cool. He has gadgets and mm. he um, beats up bad guys, that kind of thing. Yeah, but why not Superman? Superman does the exact same thing. Yeah, totally. Maybe not with gadgets, but what what made you want to go towards Batman rather than some other superhero? Um, I mean, Marvel's pretty big. Yeah, I, I like that it was kind of... Uh, like a person without superpowers basically which is like uh, I think the main appeal of Batman is kind of just your it's just a normal Gothamite mm. who happens to be a billionaire but that's, that's besides <laughs> we, like, we just ignore but that but that's <laughs> the biggest superpower in life don't you know money kind of is yeah. but I see I see what you mean it's sort of relatable in that sense hmm. like you can't really see yourself in Superman really apart from his morals mm. I guess why don't you like mm. Iron Man oh yeah there you go in the same yeah uh, I do like Iron Man the Iron Man movies are pretty cool mm. um but there's just something like the 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 kind of the idea of Batman and like associated with night and kind of fear and kind of like being sick as hell kind of thing. Or? Well, it's really cool. Obviously, the gadgets are cool. I mean, same as Iron Man as well. Mm. Um, but I don't. The, these things, I guess, uh, I'm able to appreciate more when I'm older. Like consciously, maybe I, I didn't know or like consciously realize them as I watched them the first time. Mm. So now kind of going back and watching them, I understand the kind of idea of, you know, his fear of bats. The idea of fear is what kind of drove him on his quest to become the best he can be. Mm. Um, so he kind of falls, you know, down the well, he falls into, you know, fear into his dark side. And then when his parents die, he associates that fear of bats with their death. Mm. Um, and then he basically, uh, that, that kind of, that that power inside he doesn't accept it mm -hmm. he just fears it and he he gets really really angry so he tries to kill joe chill mm. um joe chill is joe chill's the guy who killed um That's his parents yeah. yeah after that he kind of had, i don't know an awakening he decides to explore that dark side he explores criminality he goes to um different countries and becomes a thief and mm. does all that then joins the league of shadows learns more about that but he's able to, instead of allowing that, I guess, darkness to fully engulf him like it had the leak of shadows, mm. he's able to still retain the compassion that you need to kind of be able to fight justice, um, which is like, because he didn't, basically what happens in the movie in Batman Begins is mm. that they tell him to kill someone and who is a criminal. And they say that compassion is a weakness and you can't hesitate from uh, ending evil. And the only way to end evil is to kill it. Whereas he's like, no, there's, he, he kind of sticks with his morals. So I guess there's that kind of like, that idea of there has to be a, there has to be some kind of code or some kind of rule 
whether the uh, whereas the kind of the League of Shadows is more utilitarian. They're mm. like, no, we we just want the betterment of everyone, so we're gonna kind of do bad things to get there. Whereas Batman's like, no, you can't do bad things no matter what. Mm. Um, it's not it's not in the like who has the right like who has the right to end a life. I mean, nobody should have that power, right? Is yeah. that kind of like that sense of what Batman's trying to go for or what yeah. Bruce Wayne's trying to go for? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tricky. Hey, I mean, you see him grow from like, where he is in Batman Begins, and see him rise in mm. the middle movie, um, The Dark Knight, and then kind of like get broken in the last movie. Mm. That being said, what's your favorite movie out of the three, Monia? I, I know, think I know you have the a lot. only one I remember <laughs> enough to have an opinion on it was the last one. I remember there's like, he's in a ship or something, and there's like a prison ship. And he's like climbing a wall or something. Yeah. Oh, like in the that. hole, right? Yeah. Isn't the yeah, yeah. Dude, she busted up, busted. I was trying to figure out what that means. Like the the internet for some reason for this thing doesn't have good answers. For well, it. like that's the hole in the last movie where he's put by Bane, mm. and he mm. has to try and get out to prove himself, and he ha- can't like use ropes or anything because he yeah. has to like jump, make a leap of faith, right? Yeah. Mm. And you can't get and there was there was a name for that place. I just, I just thought it was no. Just so the the, the chant they say apparently means rise. So they say, and it's really cool because uh, Hans Zimmer put that sound in Bane's soundtrack as well. I completely so whenever... forgot Hans Zimmer was doing it. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 go on, sorry. Yeah. Um... <laughs> hey, one thing I like about the last movie mm. that I remember was the soundtrack because Hans Zimmer was doing it. But also, <laughs> I remember there's like a scene with Selena Kyle and having this weird dance. Yeah. Her, her, her soundtrack's like really cool as well, the, yeah. the little piano flutter and stuff. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the way the kind of characters are announced by the music is quite nice. Mm. Um, Bane's is kind of like, like really strong, <laughs> the, the kind of dun, 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 mm. dun kind of feel. Whereas um, Selena Kyle's is like that kind of trickster, charmy yeah. um, kind of little piano flutter. It's Which really is what Selena Kyle and Catwoman is associated with, mm. just like that trickster vibe. But I'm really curious to get both of your opinion. I'm glad you've actually seen the last movie, Monia, because this is um, the question that I feel like a lot of people had on their minds when they first saw it. When Bane comes on the plane, he's like intimidating mm. as hell, Tom Hardy. Yeah. When he speaks, he's got like that weird kind of like yeah. British accent that kind I of threw that. me off a little bit. You yeah, reckon? Yeah. Do you yeah, think? Yeah, yeah. It's so cool. It's not. I, I feel like it's not intimidating though. Mm. It's just like it doesn't fit in with the character. No. What so, do you think? Uh, I think it gives more to the character. Bane isn't your just kind of run of the mill mill kind of grunt. Mm. You know, like in the comics as well. He's like, he's like really really smart. He's like mm. a, a intelligent. He's like a scientist or whatever. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, he's a, he's pretty much like what Batman is in mm. the comics. Um, I forgot his real name, but Bane. He's very, very similar to Bruce Wayne in terms of like the natural intellect, and he has all these knowledge of everything. He can understand a million different languages. Um, mm. But I can see it's like you see that difference between Bane um, being this poor person mm. who became who he is, mm. and then you see Batman, who's this rich person who became who he is, and they're sort of like that clashing in, yeah. in terms of um, yeah. where they're from. But I can see what you mean, but no, you don't. You think it really works with the character that yes, much? Yes, totally. And the, the he has a mask, right? There's like you know more to him than what you kind of just see. Yeah, right. The more, more there's not a lot of face like you can't take a lot of face value with Bane. You have yeah. to just like dig deeper a you little have bit. To listen to what he has to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like the stuff he says is really. Uh, I mean, he's like. I feel like the the whole movie is kind of just constantly like, he's. So this is what I find interesting because the 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 movie's a lot about like class struggle and mm. like um you know like it's very commie right mm. it's like you know like uh, revolutionary like um 
French Revolution, mm. uh, storm the Bastille, that kind of thing, that kind of vibe. Give give power to the people, or give power to the people. The evil and the rich are uh, the rich evil people are corrupting you. Um, they're taking your money. They're treating you like shit. Especially Batman. He's a rich guy. He doesn't understand pain. He doesn't understand suffering. He's just kind of like pretending that he's you know seeing the dark side of humanity or whatever. Whereas I'm here. I have this mask that constantly is feeding me morphine or whatever. Yeah. I'm like constantly living under pain. So you have to kind of like push through that. But that was all a kind of front, right, for the actual plan, which was just to destroy Gotham. Mm. And that kind of the idea of the slow knife, um, where I think it was five months that it took for the bomb to explode. Over mm. five months, he like yeah, had this it? plan. Yeah, because yeah, like Razal Ghul was, they had the same plan, right? But Razal Ghul's was like really quick, right? Yeah. They just like the water supply, everyone goes crazy, they will kill each other, mm. done, right? But here it was like, no, we're going to kind of get into the minds of the people. We're going to make them think that something new's coming, that there's a kind of rebirth and a renewal of our um, kind of civilization. But no, you're just all going to die. And then this, <laughs> the renewal is going to happen. Would you say that's your favorite movie from everything that you just said? Because you feel, you sound very passionate about it. <laughs> I, I can talk like that about it, any Anything? of the three, sir. Yeah. No, any of the three. What would you, how would you rank it then? Like if, uh, if you could talk about like that, about anything. I mean, because I remember yeah. we did rank it. Yeah. Um, Do you remember like a loose guide? And I feel like a lot of people would have a similar ranking. Yeah. See, the, the problem is I, every now and then I go back to watch one of these movies and that becomes my new favorite. Mm. And it's really, really hard for me to distinguish. And I really do like Dark Knight Rises. Mm. Um, unlike, I feel like there's a lot of bad press. It's compared too much to The Dark Knight. Mm. I see it as a kind of... It's kind of more of a sequel to Batman Begins than kind of a sequel to The Dark Knight. Yeah, okay. And it sh I feel like it should be seen in that context. Mm. Like, The Dark Knight seems like its own little thing. Yeah, like exactly. Its own little island. It's like, like a kind of offshoot. Island. Like, Dark Knight Rises uh, and Batman Begins, except for the Joker card. There's no reference to the Joker or anything. It just, no. All that kind of just happened. And, like, obviously, like, story-wise, it all kind of progresses through. Mm. But the kind of conclusion, right, is that Ra's Ra's Ghul's plan is finally going to come to fruition mm. through his daughter and um, mm. Bane. What did you guys think? If, have you both seen The Joker? Yeah. What, yeah. Yeah. What did you guys think of that? Like, in terms of a Batman story? Because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a Batman story. Yeah. And also, by the way, in terms of 17 Batman uh, in film, Batman in film, that counts as one. Mm. In um, the Wikipedia page that I was on, like, when really? I was a little kid. Yeah. Oh, because Thomas, uh, uh, Bruce Wayne was a kid in it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But what did you guys think of um, Joaquin Phoenix's performance? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I know this isn't about Christopher Nolan's... Um, Batman, but I feel like we have to talk about it because it's, it refers to... Yeah, it's kind of topical, and we are going to talk about it yeah. in the last podcast. I don't think either of us watched it. Yeah, we hadn't watched it, which is good now we've actually watched it. Yeah, what do you guys think, both of you? like, um, Had any thought, strong, strong opinions about the Joker? Yeah, strong opinion is that um, Joaquin Phoenix was really, really good in mm. his role. He was really it good was... in um, the movie Her, so I guess I've had my eye on him since then. Hmm. But um, he was... Uh, what do you call it? Likeable mm. in a very unlikable way. Mm. Yeah, so, it's kind yeah. of like that. That that that's always the most the the kind of gripping thing for me for movies, right? We have a protagonist or an antihero or whatever. We're like, holy shit, this guy's morally really really bad, but also like I completely empathize with what, what's going on <laughs> with him. Mm. Yeah, it's it's tough. I I think that's mm. that's the the question that all of us has to make. Like, mm. are you gonna like? Give away your morals a little bit to see whether you can... I guess. I think that's the thing about the movie, which everyone seems to be mm. intrigued about, is, like, he's very relatable, but it's kind of like, do you want to admit that he's relatable? Mm. You know? Yeah. Because then it's kind of gives off school shooter vibes. Yeah, it's yeah. Like... Do you think that it trivializes mental illness, that movie? And it may kind of, like, makes it, oh, yeah, like, it's... 
like it makes kind of like mental illness not as big of a deal as it is or like I, more like it actually draws attention to it in a good way um, i think it's it's not focused on the mental illness that much it's kind of it, it's uh, I, I don't think it's a like a realistic uh, um, interpretation Inter- of mental illness and that's it's a kind of theme that's there but it's not like the central part of the movie i guess what would you say the central part is um like the the those ideas like the, that a person like that who's kind of disadvantaged can be like just like kept on the fringes of society mm. and that you kind of expect that they won't like they'll just be fine mm. the way they are no matter what we say now there's always going to be a debate about what them, that how people felt about that movie but at the end of the day no one nobody... I really like the soundtrack yeah <laughs> the soundtrack was amazing yeah. and nobody can take away um, Joaquin Phoenix's Oscar that he yeah. won oh, 100%. I think he 100% deserved it yeah 100%. easily um that being said, I think we're at the end, unfortunately. Aww. We're we're walking towards the end of the, the of our final episode that we finally actually happened yeah. together, Tansy. <laughs> yeah. And Manya, you happen to be in the room. Hey, so. what's Aww. up? <laughs> I do want to end it with this. Manya, for those who don't know, has a list of 100 movies that's only at 57 at the moment. Yes. <laughs> what are you going to watch next? Like, these are the movies that you want to watch and you mm. have a list on Excel, right? Mm. Like, that you're yeah. sticking off? Yeah. What's next? What's next what on there? What is next for me in my little movie list? I don't know. I was thinking um, of watching. Um, like, well, like, since you brought up Book Smart, oh, you said movie. you said the specific words. This will be the next movie you watch. So now that you, <laughs> it, I guess I have to. Uh, for those who don't know, Book Smart is the female version of. Um, oh my god! What's that movie with? Bad. Oh, super bad. Of super bad. It's the female version of super bad, essentially, and it's great. Um, but that's pretty much it. We're wrapping up now. Thanks. Thanks for having. Thanks for. Uh, thank you for coming on. Sorry. <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> thanks for. Ha- thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for being um, coming on Thirty Minutes or Less, and thank you, um, listener, for listening to another episode of Thirty Minutes or Less. It could be more than one listener. It could. I mean, I feel like it's only one, <laughs> one at a time at least. Yeah. They don't all come. It's in. like Panica, and she's writing hate. She's like, shut up, Dark Knight is not a good movie. Not <laughs> <laughs> you. Yeah, Speaking actually. of, actually, um, did you guys want to plug anything like your social media or stuff like that? Follow me on my Instagram. Media. It's called Brown Thunder Down Under. Don't follow her. It's, it's so it's, good. It it's quality content. It's not. Did you it's wanna, your favorite Instagram. No. Did you want to plug anything to me? No, <laughs> I just want to plug. Don't follow her. Please follow it's me. No, don't. He's just a hater. Oh, Chris Nolan's new movie, Tenet. Oh, I could plug that. Coming in July. Yeah. Yeah, watch yeah. it. Have you see watched it in the it? cinemas? It's coming in July. But <laughs> it, how do you know it's gonna be good? This, I don't know. Blind loyalty. Well, I uh, kind of yeah. yeah. But I did watch a six-minute um, segment of it when I was watching 1917. I watched yeah. it in IMAX, and there was a six-minute segment of Tenet, and it like I don't know story-wise, but like the music and the action is really good. And it seems really intense. It's a good one. Do Follow Manya on Brown Thunder Down Under. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for thank you for listening to another episode of Thirty Minutes Less. We're out. Bye. Bye.